I'm Tyler. Generate. You bastard. That's the like, that like, 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 like really? second one of all of them? Yeah. I'm Connery secretly dying, Hanson. <laughs> and this is the franchise. And today we're wrapping up our uh, 90s Batman series with, you got it, Batman and Robin. The movie that is more like a concussion. <laughs> Everyone's favorite concussion, Batman and Robin. <laughs> I like I like this movie. <laughs> I know. But uh, with us today, our good pal and creator of our theme song, Nick Viverka. Wow, what took you guys so long? <laughs> wow. <laughs> He was being all polite before we started recording, but now he's going to dig into the real yeah. shit. Kidding. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you very much for having me. I love this flick. <laughs> yeah, as we can tell, because you have it on behind you on a TV right now. I do. I think Alfred's about to cancel the pizzas. Is that this one? Or is that, uh... I, th- yeah. I think that's happening right now. Yeah, he's about Wait, to cancel yeah, the let pizzas. Me, let me turn my TV up and see if you can hear it. It's going to be very loud. <laughs> You hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! It is a pretty sweet, uh, I don't know, how do you feel about this Batmobile? Uh, Oh, wait. Later? Then the the, the Robin-mobile comes up. (laughs) Let's just do an audio commentary instead this episode. (laughs) And watch it through a screen, through a screen. Oh, boy. I like the Batmobile. Yeah. The Robin cycle is it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I love the neon touch. Mm. Yeah, definitely. There it is. Why do they hold on his face for so long? <laughs> because he's, he's like dying. it shows that he's dying. I like oh. this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I like this part a lot because he's like, oh, he's like, cancel the pizzas, Alfred. And then Alfred just looks very distraught because he has to cancel the pizzas. It's not because it's not he's dying. Like his it's just because he's dying. <laughs> yeah, it's not because he's dying of uh, McGregor's disease. It's because <laughs> he just has to cancel the pizzas and he really wanted a pizza tonight. He has uh. you and McGregor's disease. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even look like? Uh, you sprout a goatee and you slowly die. That's it. I don't know. We we could go. I, I'm I'm just quoting Star Wars. Is there a bigger body of work we can go? Uh, no, just Star Wars. It's a thing that uh, it's like it's you have it for a while and then it's dormant for like 15 years and all of a sudden it makes a comeback. <laughs> that's good. See, that's good. And both times he goes, "Hello there." Yeah, yeah. Was he in that movie Hope Floats? Because I feel like he's going to add some buoyancy kind of disease to this. <laughs> yeah, I, think so. I, I don't know what that is. but It's the movie hey. about the tsunami. Oh, a tsunami? Yeah, yeah the Indonesian in tsunami. He is. I don't, Thank you. I don't know I this movie. <laughs> but if there was McGregor. a tsunami in... Huh? It's you and McGregor. He's uh, in Hope impo- Floats. <laughs> Wait, is this the impossible? No, it's like the movie... <laughs> He's Isn't like, uh, McGregor in The Impossible, which is about a tsunami? Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Then what am I thinking of? I thought Ho- I don't know what Hope Floats is. I know I've heard of it, but it sounds much yeah. lighter than like a tsunami film. Yeah. You're right. You're <laughs> right. It might be The Impossible, and Hope Floats might be some children's movie about a tsunami. <laughs> um, Hope Floats is directed by Forrest Whitaker. 
Okay. Starring Sandra Bullock and uh, Harry Connick Jr. Nope, not at all. Not even oh. McGregor. <laughs> Uh, who's, she plays a housewife whose life is disrupted when her husband reveals his infidelity to her on a Ricky Lake-like style talk show. Lily's coming through the door because maybe she's seen this. (laughs) (laughs) What does that have to do with floating? Is there boats? She floats, you know? I don't even know who Ricky Lake is. This is... (laughs) Ricky Lake is like, uh, it's like one of those daytime TV shows, I think. Like a Montel Uh, or a Maury, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but more of a Tyra Banks, maybe? Uh, more of a Tyra Banks. There it is. Less Oprah or Ellen, perhaps? Lily yeah. was thinking of Hope Springs, which is a different movie about <laughs> oh. Meryl Streep and Tommy Lee Tommy Jones. Lee Jones. Getting, <laughs> getting their groove back. Okay. Oh, thanks. So, Della got her groove back? Like Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh, no, don't bring up Las Vegas around <laughs> Lily when she's nearby. Oh, shit, the ice skates are coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no wait not not before like a spotlight follows mr freeze uh, yeah who's on that spotlight who is just like this man needs to be seen and heard and <laughs> there's like a oh, security man. guy who really wants to be a member of his crew he's like oh if i light up freeze right maybe he'll let me join his gang <laughs> look how good your lighting is boss i think you know mr freeze is a pretty good villain to uh, Batman, but uh, I think this is topical because it's the holidays. I think he'd be an even bigger villain to the Polar Express conductor. Oh my god. <laughs> because the only rule on the Polar Express is to never, ever let it cool. Yeah, and Freeze would freeze the hot cocoa. He yeah. would. He'd say, tonight's forecast, a freeze! Why so, would Mr. Freeze be on the Polar Express? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why is, Ty- Why is Steven Tyler in Polar Express? Like, the de- is he? <laughs> yeah, he's an elf. Oh, that's right. The elves are disgusting in that movie. Yeah, they, they that, truly are. That whole, like, Robert Zemeckis, I want to make my motion capture movie so I can... I don't know. I don't know why he does what he does. I saw that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's like an excuse so they can like justify the like new technology they're working on or if they legit mm. want to like tell that story in that medium. I don't know. Polar mm. Express is an interesting example. Yeah. Some of those faces yeah. look a little uh, weird. It's a dimension yeah. movie and I, and I don't like the elves, but Josh Groban <laughs> sings a kick-ass song in the end. Oh. <laughs> That's Steven Tyler, Connery. That's not Josh Groban. Josh Groban sings children sleeping. That's what he sings. I'm watching them on my TVs, <laughs> which is a thing that happens in Polar Express. Yes, just like Santa Claus. You pulled your sister's hair, but we'll let it slide this time. <laughs> When's the last time you guys watched that movie? What, Polar Express? I just watched it for yeah. the first time, like, last week. So that's probably oh, why it was shit. terrifying. Damn. The last time I watched it was, like, probably when it first came out. Like, I was in, like, sixth grade. Wow. We went to a movie theater at the Palmdale Mall. And uh, <laughs> me and my buddies went around to each of the food court places and got one thing from each one. And we had way too much food. And I felt like shit. But it was a great day. <laughs> and then <laughs> you watched Polar like Express fun. after that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring all the I different foods into the movie theater? No, we had to like scarf it down in the food court. 
So you had like uh, probably Burger like King and like Mongolian Panda, Grill. Burger King. Yeah, all the food court uh, things. One hot dog on a stick. Place. Hot dog on a stick. Yeah. Panda Express. Panda. It was all there. It was a good mm. day. <laughs> the Panda, the Burger King, all of it. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> it's all real. I feel like I see Polar Express literally every single year during Christmas. Wow. You know, good for you. <laughs> it doesn't mean I like it. I certainly don't like the movie. I just yeah. always end up watching it. I don't know how it just happens. I just end up sitting on my toilet watching Polar Express for three hours. Because <laughs> uh, I get a little fright and I do a little poo. Uh, uh, we are off the rails. We are <laughs> hey. so far gone. <laughs> well, you know, if there's any movie to be off the rails, it's this one. But, I think I say Polar Express, but oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that. That's a good one. Because calls it the p- the Polar Express. The Polar Express. <laughs> um, I guess that'll be my recommendation this week. Is n- not Polar Express, but I did just watch Beowulf, which is another Zemeckis weird CG movie. Oh, See, yeah. I like Beowulf. Yeah, I think that movie looks it looks really bad now, but I like the story, so yeah. I still recommend it for that. Always the hero comes home. I need a hero. Yep. That's different. Goes into Shrek. Um, Oh, I was thinking Hercules, so I just got that wrong. Oh, you who puts the gliding gladiator? Hercules. Um, I do like Arnold's goggles a lot, which are in the background right now. And he only wears them in the beginning. He does. Yeah, he takes them off. Maybe we just see his face. Yeah. He, okay, he he just said freeze well. That's not even a. Oh yeah, it is. I get it. Is it like, is that Sleep like another? Well, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I don't. That. He's got better. He's got better ones. His angel wings happen is are happening during this scene now. I'm seeing on your TV where he jumps out and then he has wings and he can fly. I yeah. enjoy these little snow angel. Yeah, they're very cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like his outfit a lot. His suit. His but... suit's stellar. I guess. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, before we get into the movie proper, uh, if that ever does happen, <laughs> I just want to ask, Nick, if there's anything that you've been like watching or listening to or reading or anything that you could recommend to the audience Gosh. besides Batman and Robin. Besides Batman and Robin? Uh, honestly, I haven't been doing too much other than like I just look forward to The Mandalorian like once mm. a week. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, and as far as like delving into films on YouTube, I'm like 10 years behind everybody when it comes to like, you know, like I just started like diving into like red letter media reviews or just like other people. And, you know, I'm pretty late to the YouTube party, Um, but, uh, watching any good, uh, Hill Hauser clips recently. Oh man. When Hill's on, I, I watch, he, uh, recently talked to the man who invented the Zamboni or rather like the great grandson it was invented in in like pasadena of all places Um, (laughs) it was really yeah very i love huel um oh but for stuff i'm watching there are some things that i do want to see i want to see mank on uh, netflix um i haven't checked that out yet and uh yeah there's just a lot of content out there i'm actually having a tough time finding things yeah, there's a. I need to see Mank too at some point because that's like weren't supposed to be like it's like oh one of the movies to see this year you know it's like yeah. oh like like a really good movie but I just keep on finding myself in like 
that comfortable genre hole area where I'm just like watching movies that I've never heard of, but I'm like, oh, it's like kind of sci-fi action-y. Like, Life Force. Yeah, <laughs> like Life it. Force. I just watched. <laughs> oh, man. HBO Max. Ha- have you guys seen Hurricane Heist? Yes. Well, of course we have. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Heist is... Dude, I was going to say it's good, but I mean... Uh, I love that movie. The hurricane's alive. <laughs> the hurricane turns into a skull. That part's cool. I like yeah. that. I've been... Uh, yeah, I enjoyed... I watched Hurricane Heist this year, so that's... Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And by nice, I mean ice. Ice. Kari, what about you? you have anything to recommend? Um, I would recommend Cyberpunk. Because it's good if you have if you have a PC, but if you have a PlayStation, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, even a PlayStation Pro or the whatever comes up for the Xbox One, I don't think you should get it until you get the next gen consoles. Because I got it on PS4 Pro, it runs like poo poo. Oh really? It's like buggy and stuff. Or? Oh yeah, it's it's kind of a mess. Like I'm not lying. I, it was so bad that I'll be totally honest on this show, even though someone's gonna probably kick me for this, but. I was so curious. I went and bought it on like my beefy PC, and I was like, "Let's see if this is different." And it's the world apart. Like, it doesn't crash. It runs smooth. It looks beautiful. And I'm like, "Okay." So they just like yeah. fucked it up on the console. So if you don't want to do that, you don't have neither the, either of those things. I recommend Yakuza Like a Dragon. That game is weird and so much fun. <laughs> nice Yakuza. What? Like a dragon. Like a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a pop song or something. It is exactly like that. A dragon. <laughs> like a it's a something stick song. for the very first time yeah <laughs> such for the very first time <laughs> um so check out yakuza like a dragon or if you want the uh optimum usage of the dong slider from cyberpunk mm-hmm. um get the pc version if you want that peen in full 3d then... <laughs> wait is there a is there a dong in that game there is you can you can customize your dong oh really yeah. Oh, I gotta get this game. Yeah, there are only two. There are only <laughs> two options. I mean, <laughs> I feel like when, when I say like whenever, whenever oh, this is a game says, changer, and we're launching into penises again on this show. But wow. <laughs> I don't know what it is about this season right now. But in this, in the my people ever mention like you can customize your penis. People are like, oh wow. But then the game comes out. It's like you have two options for a penis. It's really how different is one penis from another? Like let's be let's be yeah. real. Wait, so, like, does do you ever get to, like, use it in the game? Why are you customizing it? Do you wear pants? Or are you just, like, walking you, around with a shirt? Think, like, Pooh Bear? You what walk do you walk around naked if you like. I mean, pants give you a little bit of an armor bonus, but... Uh. Can you walk around with, like, just an oversized shirt so it's, like, it's mostly covered, but then if you do, like, do a flip or something, it's like, whoa! You know, you can, like, do slides and you see your legs. I bet if I went pants with them, I'd just slide. you just yeah. see, like, your wiener. That's the... <laughs> Yeah, cyber maybe junk. Just, like blur, cyber <laughs> junk. See, that's what I was like. How come I don't have an option for like a metal nub there or like other crazy shit? Like, come on. Cyber junk twenty sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> cyber junk twenty sixty nine. You heard it. You heard it here first, folks. On the I just no one ever thought of that, Nick. Thanks that's beautiful. Nick. <laughs> hey, Nick. You like the Photoshop things too. You should. uh... <laughs> Just put, put a big sensor bar on the on the cover or something. Yeah, yeah. it's like a. Uh, you know, I just got this new computer. I I was gonna get Photoshop, so I'll I'll get right on that. Yeah, that'll be your first first project. Yeah, that'll yeah. be my christening project. Sure. <laughs> Let's talk just, about Batman and Robin, please. Just yeah. crack that wine bottle against your PC and. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped working. 
Uh, all right, I guess we should talk about Batman and Robin now. Oh, what? What? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, poison. Oh, uh, oh, the Ununited Nations. Uh, right. Is, is that what name. it's called? The Ununited yeah, the Nations? Nations. <laughs> okay, this. Did you guys see Jurassic Park Lost World? Yes. Yeah. Uh, or what yeah, was it like called? the second one? The Jeff yeah, Goldblum the, one? That was not what it was called. Yeah. So at the end, where all the bad guys are bidding on dinosaurs, reminded me of this scene. Like it felt like <laughs> the plot or like something from a bad like '90s movie. Yeah. Just like generic yeah. bad guys. Like it reminded me of Batman <laughs> and Robin. Are you talking about uh, the newest one, like Fallen Kingdom? Yeah, Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. Thank you. That's what it was mm-hmm. called. Yeah. Lost it's World. It's the second second one. Yeah. Second second. The, that that whole like dinosaur auction reminded me of this scene from Batman and Robin. <laughs> And they're I like think... selling the dinosaurs out like a bargain bin sale box for like <laughs> you can buy a T Rex for like three hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think that's why I like that movie in part because like I just <laughs> I, I like movies like this where it's just like oh yeah it's like it just reminds me of like a nineties movie it's just like yeah. it's kind of like, like you can you can buy a house or you can buy a T Rex. Which one are you gonna do? <laughs> Probably buy a T Rex. Right. So I can freeze it and then ice skate down it. Perfect. You want to kill the dinosaurs? <laughs> Batman. Yes. The meteor. Wait, so these guys, they're not here to buy, like, they're here to buy the serum that went into Bane, right? So they could, like, <laughs> Nick's pointing out like the two soldiers. <laughs> so I hope you're all watching along. <laughs> I think they're here just to buy Bane. Is that what they are? Yeah, because later when when the the mysterious secret buyer, the guy, the scientist says, "Well, I'll have him mail delivered to you." Like he's going to send him Bane. Oh, why would he not sell the fucking serum? You make you would make because so much more. It, it's like, he's a it's wild like a, scientist. It's, it's it's like a Breaking Bad scenario. If, once they know the formula, they're they don't need you anymore. Uh, so you got need you got to keep them coming back. It's so like Spider Man. Yeah. He goes mm-hmm. back to formula. <laughs> so he needs to keep them. Uh, yeah, so we'll just keep making more Banes. I really like how Poison Ivy has like is sharing rent with like a mad scientist in like a jungle castle. <laughs> <laughs> and like there's no explanation of why they work next to each other. Oh, I thought he was her boss. I don't think so. Are, is is he? They're doing very different things. You're right. Like she's working on a completely different project. Yeah. Why would she, why would he hire her? Yeah, like she's ingesting or injecting snake venom into flowers and being surprised that it's not working. Yeah, I do really like the set design in this in this movie. Like you're saying yesterday or mm-hmm. the last episode, Connery about Batman yeah. Forever, where you like the look of Gotham a lot in that. Mm-hmm. Like it feels more iconic, I guess, or like yeah. more like the comics. And I, I feel the same way about this. Like yes, it's cartoony for sure, but I really like how fleshed out and like. Just the perspective of everything. Like, there's the giant astronomy tower, which is just, like, mm. on a statue. Yeah, held up in the air. See, that's the I that's the one thing I like about Joel Schumacher's vision. His vision of Gotham is, like, fantastic. Definitely. It's, it's yet to be outdone, in my opinion. Like, Christopher Nolan gave us a boring city. Um, yeah, it was, Tim Burton it was just, was like, a Chicago. Gothic little, yeah, it's <laughs> Chicago. And Tim Burton gave us a Gothic little wonderland. But this is, like, I'm like, this is Gotham City to me. Yeah, like, the first Batman movie... Or the 1989 one, I mean, it's like very. I've said this before. It's very like it's gothic influence, but like like 20s horror movies and like Hunchback mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The second yeah. one is straight up like Tim Burton world. Um, <laughs> both of those are great, but like this feels the most like 
like a whole like a giant playset, I guess, which is yeah. definitely the idea. You already asked about the Batmobile, Nick, so I think we should get into detail about that a little bit, like for sure. Um yeah, what do you think of the design of this compared to like I guess all of them. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just make this the episode where we compare. We pull some of them up here so I can visualize yeah. them. It is our finale. Uh, blah blah blah. Google.com, Batmobiles, images. <laughs> <laughs> Batmobiles. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a full like list thing. It's just little think, baby spinners. You know, I think uh, I'm not. I don't know how I feel about the tumbler after all this time. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've been mm-hmm. thinking the same thing. The tumbler is kind of lame. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty boring. Like, you know, we'll talk about that franchise later on, which I, I do like uh, mm-hmm. Chris Nolan's Batman movies a lot. But the actual Batmobile, it's like a military vehicle. It's like yeah. kind of, it's not super exciting. No. If I if I had to choose my favorite mobile, it might be from the animated series. Yeah. Um, I like I like the Michael Keaton ones. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever, I still like. I think. I don't know. Batman and Robin might be a little too over the top, but in its own in its own way, I like it as a Batmobile. I don't think I like it, but mm. I think I'm leaning more towards the uh, the uh, Tim Burton Batmobiles. Nice. Those are slick and cool. The animated series one just looks like like a hearse or something. Yeah, <laughs> which is cool. It's a big coffin you drive around. <laughs> I have like a full diagram pulled up, and apparently Ooh. the one in Dark Knight Returns, the comic, is just a giant tank. Is that yeah. It? Oh, really? Yeah, the Dark Knight Returns is a literal giant tank with kind of like a bat-looking head that kind of extend out with, like, guns mounted on the front of it. Like, that thing is nuts. Jeez. Wait, how did the one look that uh, that Ben Affleck drove? Was that one cool? I thought that one looked all right. It looks like an RC car. Yeah. Which drive? is fun. Like, it's kind of in, in the middle between, like, tactical and, like, a toy. <laughs> yeah, it looks so. like a sports car. Yeah. And when oh, yeah. Superman ruins it, it's kind of like... Oh, do <laughs> you see how like flimsy that thing is? Yeah, I'm looking forward to the new one though. That one looks pretty cool. Yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, it's just like a Dodge Challenger, basically. <laughs> yeah, like a muscle car. Yeah, that's sick. I'm down with it. What about the bat suit in this? What are your thoughts, Oof. Nick? Well, I don't. You know, I didn't even notice the nipples until someone pointed them out to me. <laughs> I, I was think thinking as a that kid, I never thought about it. I was thinking that too. Like you guys, when I was watching these movies, I was like, you know what? If I didn't know all the controversy about the bat nipples, I barely noticed it was a thing. Like it was never no. this egregious sin to me. I think I like Val Kilmer's, mm-hmm. but maybe I would just take the nipples off because I love when he does that head turn in the cockpit. You know, he's like, because he can't turn the neck. <laughs> and he fucking like turns his whole body over and like does gives a thumbs, the thumbs up. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that part rules. That's the best part. It's awesome. He makes like is that the one where he makes the Batman shape on the moon? Yes, when he comes down. Yeah. Yeah, it's tight. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know. Like people definitely crap on the I, I think it's slowly turning around. People definitely crap on the Joel Schumacher ones. Like I'm not a huge fan of like Batman Forever, the story. I think Jim Carrey's pretty annoying in it too, but <laughs> I, I like a lot of the visuals a lot and like the production yeah. design mm-hmm. and I, I think I I don't mm, I think of all the bat suits, but like I'm kind of do like Val Kilmer's bat suit maybe the most, minus the nipples or whatever, because it's mm. the bright yellow on Michael Keaton's is cool. Um, oh yeah, but then it gets to a point where it's like I don't know Val Kilmer's is like kind of a sweet spot where it's like a little too like very much a certain time, but it still feels like updated. If that makes sense. 
No, I hear you. It, it's, it looks a little more efficient than Michael Keaton's Batsuit. Like, Michael Keaton looks like he's just wearing, like, leather and rubber, and he looks yeah. really weighed down. Val yeah, looks like rubbery. he can move around and actually, like, fight. How do you guys and, feel about, like, the silvery one at the end of uh, Batman and Robin? I'm not a fan of it, to be totally honest. Like, I enjoy sometimes when he has, like, a lighter motif. Sometimes in comics that happens, where, like, you're like, I'm reborn Batman. I have, like, white or something in my outfit now or something weird, and I'm like, it, it doesn't fit. I don't... I don't really. I didn't really like it that much. Like the weird silver and them all, like the, the black and the blue and the silver kind of vibe. Yeah. It wasn't really gelling with me. If it's like the frosty aesthetic of fighting Mister Freeze, I guess. Yeah, it's. Uh, it would almost be more acceptable to me if I was like, this is their like frost gear, and they were really like just tundra it out, where they had like furs on, and we're just like shaw. <laughs> but you know, I, th- I think it's just like this is our new team uniform <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah, because now they're a family. Yeah, Did Alfred family. have those ready? He must have them ready. <laughs> I guess. He, he definitely likes to make the suits a lot. Like, he makes one for Robin in Batman Forever before, like, he ever thinks that he's going to do anything. He's like, maybe I'll just make one for him. And I <laughs> will say, if, if, if nobody had ever read the comics before, just watching these movies, Alfred is the sole recruiter of children <laughs> into Batman's army. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Is he, like, making suits? He's like, ooh. He's got like oh he's just got so many suits. He's just but he's not helping out Wayne Manor. Dude's making suits and he's yeah. like, Oh, these little suits will be for Master Grayson and Batwoman when they have a baby. <laughs> but maybe they'll have five babies. He's just planning out. So he's just always life. making suits. He's got suits in every size, every shape, because he doesn't know how many kids are there gonna be. Yeah. yeah. He sees someone on the street and he goes, I feel like that person's gonna be the Bat family one day. I gotta make a suit for them. <laughs> And he can't keep up. He's going crazy. He doesn't sleep He's at going... night. <laughs> <laughs> she does say to, to Lisa Silverstone does say to her uncle Alfred to like he better sleep. He's like, oh, I got suits to make. I can't sleep. Mustn't sleep. <laughs> He's just knitting one in bed. Like, fucking chainsaw. There are nine more members of the Bat family I have to make suits for. Nine. <laughs> Do you know that painstaking effort takes the measurements of every single person for those skin tight costumes? <laughs> He has one for bat, <laughs> bat orangutan, and, uh, and he makes one. He made one especially for himself when he has quiet Alfred time, and he just like rolls. He just rolls it on alone. and like stands in front of the mirror. He does oh, say, yes, "My only time. regret was that I couldn't join you out there." Yeah. <laughs> I all I wanted was the three of them running out, just Alfred like slowly hobbling behind them in some like rickety old man Batman suit. <laughs> I could have handed you new suits while you fought. <laughs> I like that. I like the one, like, he makes one for himself when he's just, like, sitting in a lounge chair, and it's when he wants to get cozy, so, like, the cape or the cowl is actually just, like, a nice, uh, it turns into, like, a nice sweater or blanket. It's, like, wool. It's, like, a little yeah. knitted, like, it's, like, a cat, but it's a cowl. <laughs> and he has, like, a hot cocoa dispenser in his belt. <laughs> You know, like those uh, tuxedo shirts. He's got like a suit, rubber suit version of a tuxedo, <laughs> but it's got nipples. But yeah, it's, it's got, got a. Mrs. Mister Freeze suit has nipples too. He has little like it lug does? nuts. Yeah, does it? I feel like <laughs> he has lug nuts. That's <laughs> that's what it looks like. Mister Freeze suit. I gotta look those. <laughs> uh, You'll see. I feel like there's a bunch of mystery nipples in this movie that you. Yeah, like, all hidden. Yeah. Who made that choice? You think the Joel the costume designer or Joel Schumacher would have had the final say, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's all his vision. I am 100% convinced. This is his brain baby. 
There's like a cosplay I, of someone wearing. I found a picture of someone wearing the Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze outfit, but his face is like he didn't put the makeup on her at all. So nah. it's just is like some guy standing awkwardly wearing a full Mr. Freeze outfit. One of the henchmen took Freeze's suit again. Yeah, what they was his a, henchman's gotta, name? Like Frost or something? Something like that, Mr. Heatmiser. Hey, would you Google for that? I want to find that picture. I look. I just sent it in the chat. Oh well, shit! Is that what this is? Yeah, we'll we'll share it in. Uh, I am new to technology, folks. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate this. <laughs> he's just he like standing awkwardly. Blue makeup on. He looks like he might have to poop or something. I love that background. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's cool. like one of those um photo things in, the, in a mall. Can you buy this? Like this photo or this like <laughs> shoe? No, this man. The suit. Uh, it's on liveauctioneers.com. Oh, dude, it was worn. It was screen worn. Oh, it's it's Ooh, day two of this auction. <clears throat> oh, it's the actual one. Oh, wait, day two? so it's actually on sale right now. What? Yeah, no, this is this is two thousand nine. They turned oh, sell okay. two thousand nine. Somebody has this somewhere. But as you can see, yes, there are uh there are little nipples on there. Oh yeah, you're right. I am zooming in. Yeah, enhance. I wonder if they like shoot out frost or something. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> they lactate ice like what do you want they, yeah they dispense ice cream <laughs> just soft serve it's horrible <laughs> i feel like there's not a lot of bat tech in this movie it's mostly just them like making puns the whole movie which i don't mind but well yeah. they use a lot of heat rays yeah that's true and then grappling hooks. Everyone falls really hard in the grappling hooks, I feel like, in these like 90s movies. It, it makes me more proud of Batman Forever because there's a lot of gadgets in that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the first one where he throws a batarang, right? Mm -hmm. Or is that ba Batman Returns? I'm Batman forgetting. Returns, he throws the batarang. Right. But there Just... are definitely a lot of butt shots in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah right off the bat. Right off the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always have to, like, compartmentalize my the batman movies because like yeah I, I know the you know forever and batman and robin they're supposed to be part of the even a continuation of the burton ones right mm -hmm. or are they in a way but, yeah but i don't batman even forever is definitely a direct sequel or it's okay. supposed to be because i don't even in my mind like i don't know for some reason they don't flow to me at all like to me the burton ones are kind of their own thing mm -hmm. yeah even though these ones have different bat men uh, mm -hmm. All everyone else is the same, so I kind of lump those together, and then you know the yeah. Nolan ones are their own thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I know these ones are more totally different vibes, so I go into them knowing that, and I enjoy watching them. Totes. People just really didn't like how different they were from the Tim Burton ones, but I could see that. Yeah, I definitely get it, but at the time, it was probably jarring when it happened. Yeah, I like the variety, though. I definitely mm -hmm. appreciate yeah. that because, especially how like. It's not like the Marvel movies are getting super serious or anything, but I guess Endgame got pretty serious. Very serious. Deadly serious. And then DCU was getting super serious. Now they're having more fun movies like Shazam and stuff. But mm -hmm. I just, this is probably the goofiest superhero movie I've ever seen. And I just really appreciate it for it being itself. And it just kind of commits to being incredibly campy the whole time. Mm -hmm. and, is that uh, what Joel Schumacher thought like Batman was? Like, was that his interpretation of it was just like the 60s? campy goofy stuff yeah. he's like that's Most what i'm likely. gonna make it's yeah. like he did the 60s and the 70s batman put together like he mashed those two decades of the character like when he's a little he gets edgier in the 70s again and or not again yeah because in the 30s he's he's edgy and then the 
40s, 50s, 60s. He's Looney Tunes Batman. He's just all over yeah. the place. And then in the 70s, he's revamped to his gothic roots. And yeah. so I think he put together like the 70s and the 60s and just smashed them together. And like the designs, like everything about it is just so that. Like, I think you're absolutely right, Nick. I'm surprised this movie didn't even go like as far as putting in like the. Because did Batman, the like the actual 60s show, like the pow and the wham, like it did it show like the words on the screen like is that what that's from is that from batman yeah i feel like if he wanted to take i'm surprised he didn't i mean he put like silly sound effects in the movie but (laughs) absolutely there's a lot of slide whistle yeah (laughs) which is the funniest instrument of all time uh yeah i'm almost surprised he didn't take it that one step further there were several times when I was watching this today in the middle of the day when I'm just laughing so hard and Lily was working in the other room on her computer because she works at home and she's just like, can you can you please like keep it down? <laughs> yeah, keep it down a little bit. Like I'm trying, I need to listen to this audio that I'm editing. Like I need to QC this footage and I'm just like, yeah, but it was just really hard to not laugh at it. I, I just, this movie's just really refreshing to me. It's great. It's a long movie too. It's like mm-hmm. it's a little too long. Yeah, <laughs> it's two hours and something. It, it should be like an hour and a half. I could see myself like seeing this in the theaters, like my age now, and like, like, all right, when is it going to be over? Like, it it goes on for it goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm seeing in your on your screen right now, around Nick, um, Bruce Wayne's girlfriend, whose names I can't remember at all right now. Do you guys remember her name? No, I'm sure she just said it. I don't even remember. She's, like, barely in it. Yeah, she's a ghost. It makes me feel so, I don't know, like, discombobulated, where I'm like, all the other women in the past Batman movies have been so center in some way, but she is not at all. I I know nothing about this person. Julie Madison is the character. Julie Madison. And I was just like, who is this? Memorable name at all. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, almost like Chase Meridian, Julie Madison. Yeah. She's, like, pretty similar. But my theory is that, like, it to- that's what the way the scene plays out, too. It's definitely that, like, like you guys know, like, the fake Melania conspiracy theory? Yes. You guys heard this? Yeah. It definitely feels like Bruce Wayne is just hiring a lady to be his wife or something <laughs> yeah. to stand in at public <laughs> events. Yeah. That's what I thought she was. I'm like, oh, this is just his, like, trophy girlfriend that, like, he schleps around to parties or something. <laughs> And she just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's her I think, job. Is to I think she shows that. up again later in the movie when they're at like that weird uh, gala. And, yeah. Like, Poison Ivy comes in and they're like bidding on her with the bat card. I, I think, think she might there be there. For I that one. She's, she's there in the second time around. And when George Clooney keeps looking over his shoulder and even calls her Ivy after kissing her. She's oh, like, who's yeah. Ivy? And he's like, I wish I knew. And there's no repercussions for that <laughs> sentence. There are so many good set pieces in this movie, like the first one with the diamond heist and like the, with the hockey henchman, like diamond. whacking the diamond around and uh, <laughs> Batman shows up and rides down the dinosaur like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, Poison Ivy's like lab is so good. And then when it goes to like the jungle party and then they yeah. do like the theme of Batman when it's like all jazzy. <laughs> I forget which movie it's from or if it's from this one, but they just like altered the Batman theme yeah. and like made it all jazzy. And then when Poison Ivy shows up, she's just like walking on all like the Tarzan men. <laughs> just right. like so extra. I just remember 
uh, I think that similar song is in Batman Forever when uh, you know Two Face and what's his face are there. <laughs> They're Riddler, <laughs> yeah. Two Face and what's his face? What's his face? And, ba- <laughs> and Batman busts through the ceiling, and that guy's like Batman, yeah. Uh, but I only say that because like they cut to a shot of like the band playing with like these neon instruments, but it's just right. like guitars. <laughs> but the music has horns in it, and there's no yeah. horn players on that stage, and it always bothered me. When you said "What's his face," all I could think about now is Two Face is either like lame sidekick "What's his face," <laughs> he's just an expendable henchman named yeah. "What's his face." Like it's over. What's What's his face? Like he fell in a vat of acid that like makes his face vaguely look like somebody that you might know, but you're not sure. It's like that familiar face. Like I know him from somewhere. That's what's his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a convenience-ish superpower. If not, you're constantly like pulled over by the police because you're like you look like a suspect we're looking for. He's like, oh, come on again. <laughs> yeah, that's a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, Mr. Freeze's other like assistant, I guess, played by yeah. Vivica Fox, who like trying to flirt with oh. him, and he's just like, mm-hmm. I would. My cold heart only works for my wife or something. But I don't think her name is even, like, said in the movie. But according to Wikipedia, her name is Miss B. Haven. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I like, I like that a lot. I like That's a good fun. pun. Yeah. You do, and you like this movie too, huh? <laughs> yeah, what, what a coincidence. <laughs> oh, they're All doing right. the jungle scene now, yeah. No, oh, there it is. What do you guys think about Poison Ivy and this whole deal? I think Uma Herman really, Uma Herman, Uma Thurman really just hams it up. Every single sentence she says, she is hamming it up to some degree. She probably got the vibe, like, all right, this is going to be a campy thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was directed that way. So yeah, I think she, she does, she does a good job for what she's given. Sure, she does. She's fun. I- yeah, I like her. She's going like, soon I will conquer all of Gotham, and the plants will reign supreme, and like that, in that cadence exactly. It's yeah, just like, just like in classic arch villain or something. She's taking off her ape suit right now in the movie in the mm-hmm. background, and I just like how she has the. I like the ape suits a lot, and then Bane is just in the other one, and it's just really goofy. <laughs> Monkey work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think she's great in this. Like Tommy Lee Jones, especially. Well, I think him and Jim Carrey in the in in Batman and Forever or Batman, Batman and Forever, <laughs> Batman Forever. Like they're Batman definitely like, faces forever. They're definitely fun, but like like we said, like Tommy Lee Jones kind of like fades into the background a little bit in the second half, and it mm. becomes Jim Carrey's show when he shows up, and then he's just like full like three hundred percent energy the whole time. Yeah, there's not like a lot of nuance. I mean, there's not a lot of nuance with uh, Poison Ivy either, but. I guess she's just different enough from Mr. Freeze, and they're like kind of just weird friends <laughs> they are. that I enjoy. Until a lot. she literally murders his wife or tries to kill his wife. Yeah, but then like fails, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a one woman show. What about Bane, Connery? What are your thoughts on Bane? Oh, I wouldn't even call this thing Bane. It's just a <laughs> juiced up henchman. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. It's it's just not. It's not Bane. I love what they they showed him like earlier. She's driving somewhere, and like, or no, Bane's driving her somewhere, and he has like a little <laughs> hat. Yeah, I love his hat. Tyler, you posted something on Instagram where it's it's literally them arriving from the from like San, not Santa Prisca, but like wherever they the jungle lab is, and Ivy's kind of disguised, and then Bane just has a hat and mask on him with like an overcoat. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like if you look at this image like you should know exactly what this movie is you know like mm-hmm. that's what 
I want to know if he dressed himself or like Ivy dressed him. I feel like she let him dress himself and she gave him like a kind thumbs up. She's like, no one's going to recognize it. But he's like, recognize. (laughs) I think Bane freaked me out as a kid because he was just like too muscly. Yeah, he's very Um, Bane-y. But now that I'm adult, he's less scary. Oh, good. I like that Robin and uh, Batgirl whose name is apparently not PC, according to Batman. Yeah, what is the constant shtick with Batman, like, somehow, not even, just, like, having such uncomfortable conversations with women? Like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but I like how they just, like, lightly kick his, uh, his, like, juicer out of his head. (laughs) Like, Bane at the end, like, they barely even move it, and it falls out, and he turns into a little shrunken man. I like that a lot. Is it, like, an actual ripped dude playing him, or is it, like, a guy in a suit, do you know? Yeah, he's, like, a wrestler, so... I was hoping it'd be some man in a buff suit. That'd be fantastic. (laughs) It's Alfred, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it was was me the whole whole time. time. I was Bane. I was testing you to see if you could be good crime fighters. Yeah. Why yeah. won't my brother respond to my text messages? <laughs> Wilfred? Wilfred. <laughs> His brother's name is Wilfred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he can't reach him because per uh, Alicia Silverstone, his niece, uh, I don't suppose that they have fax machines on elephants, so therefore he can't <laughs> communicate with Wilfred because he like works for some monarchy that moves around on elephants all the time. Yeah, is, Alfred's is, bro- is Alfred's brother, like, mentioned at all in Batman no. lore besides this no. movie? Oh, no. damn. He exists solely to possibly be Alfred's successor to butlering Batman. <laughs> <laughs> How many brothers do you think he has? And what do you think Enough. their names are? <laughs> well, uh, so Wilf- we have Wilfred. Uh, you Fred. go first, Nick. Oh, I don't know. I was just thinking of names that are, like, that sound the same. But all I got... You just got Alfred, you got Wilfred, you got Randy. <laughs> That's I must call good. my brother Randy. Randy Pennyworth. <laughs> He's I like this thinking... Cockney-accented guy. He's like, <laughs> hey, go I'm chuffed. Hello, Alfie, how you doing? <laughs> Played by Jude Law. So yeah. you're the Batman, eh? <laughs> you're the Batman. That's Michael Caine's voice. <laughs> you're Batman. <laughs> Two ones I came up with was Bill Fred. <laughs> Bill Fred. I actually came up with a few. Bill Fred, Bob Fred, Joe Fred, and Fred Fred. <laughs> Fred Fred. <laughs> but I think Randy's better than all of those. There's a lot of sick neon and stuff in this. Like, I just love the production design. Like, there's, there's this restaurant that they, like, drive by called the Furnace Grill, and it, like, shoots fire out of it, and it's full of neon on the outside. I'm like, that's the coolest restaurant. Like, I want to go there. The set design is beautiful. Everything about it, it's so wild and cool at the same time. It makes me want to live in that Gotham City. Like, that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, I will live here. Snowy Cone's ice cream place that <laughs> I still don't understand why, like... He broke in there, I guess, just to get all the ice cream or something. Yeah, he needs it for his suit. Why? He wants diamonds, right? Yeah, it's his suit's powered by diamonds. That to make him cold? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's the secret to life, Nick, that everything freezes. Because I could... (laughs) It's the one constant in the universe. Yeah. I could see him funding, like, stealing diamonds to maybe fund his research, but is he already funded? So he just needs diamonds to stay cold, right? It's just to to stay stay cold. 
Okay. Yeah, and for some reason to power his mega freeze machine, which takes giant diamonds. Okay. Yes. Well, that all checks out. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> yeah, there you hey. go. <laughs> Yeah. Are these practical city sets? Because they they look pretty good. Like to me, the special effects in these movies hold up pretty well. Yeah, like it's a lot of miniatures. I think mm. miniatures. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. That's good. There's one shot in Batman Forever that's all CG of like a cityscape, and it looks terrible. But everything yeah. else is good. <laughs> and that's the thing with Batman Forever. It's like I feel like for me personally, like I know a lot of people do like that one, but. It definitely feels like a stepping stone to this, and this is like his ultimate creation in the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. It's just like he has a little bit more budget, and Mr. Freeze's vehicle too, and like when he shoots ice off to like launch through that giant statue and everything. Yeah, Batman yeah. Forever is literally him like pu- putting his feet in the water and being like, "Okay, so I'm allowed to do this," and him looking both ways and then cannonballing. Yeah, <laughs> seeing the rev- mixed reviews for Batman Forever and just going like, "All right, I'm gonna do this, but more, <laughs> but more." <laughs> I was like, I know I, you guys didn't like it because I didn't go all the way. So I'm going to go all the way this time. <laughs> Would you guys watch another Joel Schumacher one if he made it? If Probably. he had made it? Yeah, of course. There's that scene where Ivy breaks Mr. Freeze out of Arkham Asylum and we see Two-Face and Riddler's outfits, which is fun. Yeah, it's very highlighted. I, I paused that scene actually to see if there was any other like little things like the penguin mm. or something to see if there's any kind of connection. Uh, but That would have been cute. There's a lot of self-referential stuff in this movie, for sure, like that, and then also Poison Ivy being like, I forget the exact line, but she's like, that's why me and him show up in the action figures together. Right. <laughs> like, talking about her and Bane. That's why every Poison Ivy action figure comes complete with Bane! <laughs> Did you guys ever go to, like, the Magic Mountain Batman stunt show? <laughs> yes, I was going to ask you about Magic Mountain at some point, Nick, because <laughs> we both grew up in Santa Clarita, so of course we went to Magic Mountain a bunch. I probably yeah. went to Magic Mountain twice in my entire life. I don't even know about this thing at oh, all. Oh, yeah. yeah Nick, so, you must explain. It's good. So, so right now, they've changed it quite a bit over the years. They mm-hmm. used to have just a Gotham City backlot area. Now it's like all DC, but oh. so they, they had the Gotham City backlot, which is where they had the Batman ride. Mm-hmm. And just to the left of that, they had the Riddler. And then just right. to the left of that, they had this like arena where they would do this Batman stunt show. And for the longest time, it was like shows based on Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. <laughs> like I just remember, yeah, like seeing like dudes on ice skates run around, and then like they had this little <laughs> helicopter that could come out and explode. Like, oh, that's nice. It was a cool show. And then I think they updated it for like the Nolan movies, and I think mm. they got rid of it a couple years back. Well, it sounds like it, lo- it lose a lot of fun making the Nolan ones. Like the campiness would survive translated to a theme park, the gritty realness would not. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I remember they had like a, because t- they had a Batmobile, they would like, it would like peel out in the arena and it would like drive oh, yeah. around. And I think they had a Tumblr version of that too. Oh. They probably just cut it because it was like, Magic Mountain just like always found ways to just make or they would just always say that they're running out of business even though they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so people would go. Just constantly panicking. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. yeah that's that Sun Show was really cool. I always remember loving that. That was probably honestly my favorite thing at, at Six Flags Magic Mountain was the Sun Show. And yeah. it just makes me think that that there aren't any other stunt shows that I can think of that are like that cool. Like I'd like I'd, I'd love to Water see World that. Was pretty great. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to see if it like holds up to like Waterworld because that show is still really good. <laughs> Waterworld, probably great, watch it on yeah. YouTube. Oh yeah, I, I've looked it up. There's a bunch that exist. Batman show, but yeah, what other stunt shows do they have? Like you got your uh, Medieval Times. Does that count? I think that would count. What would you want to see a stunt show like based on what uh, property? Ooh. 
Avatar. Avatar stunt show. <laughs> That's a Tyler. That could work. I see that. They had like a play or something. Do you guys speaking of Jim Cameron? Do you remember the Terminator? Like it was kind of a not a stunt show, but they had a Terminator oh yeah, it show. was like the three D ride. Yeah, that thing was cool. It was wicked. I was so upset when they took it down. I would go to Universal Studios all the time in middle school. Like out, yeah. we'd me and my friends would be there like every weekend. It was insane. Have you seen it, Tyler? Did you ever get to see that? I never got to go on it. I know there's like the Terminator 9000 or whatever. That's like a big spider thing or something, <laughs> It was right? cool. Like, yeah, it was, it was like awesome. you sit. Now it's like, uh, I don't know, Minions or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking Minions. It's... But like, you, <laughs> it wasn't like a ride. It was like you sat in a seat, <laughs> but you sat in a seat and that seat could like move. And uh, it would like combine the movie on the screen with the actors in front of it. Yeah, it's like, like, it's, it was like Shrek 4D kind of. Yeah. I wish there was, like, like, a live-action uh, Shrek I, I had... in front of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, like, I had n- I didn't know what to expect, and, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger actor, like, drives his motorcycle in, and then he, like, yeah. shoots, a sh- he, like shoots a shotgun, and everything is so mm-hmm. loud, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's awesome. I remember going in there for the last time, so, like, this is the last time we see it because it's going to close down, and we're just like, it was so cool. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I missed that shit. Yeah, yeah, thing. It it's good. like I, I think there needs to be a little return to campiness, especially for the sake of theme park shows. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's just so many screen rides now too. That's a whole different conversation. But I just like those live shows a lot, and I don't know, superhero movies in general should be a little more campy. Uh, not all of them, it. but I'd love to see another movie aspire to be Batman and Robin, basically, yeah, which probably sounds that... like bad, but I, I like it. But you want something that executes, like, a unique vision that's, like, so solely it and commits to itself. And, I mean, I, like, like that's like, what these movies do. I think Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of that. Like, it's, like, the mm-hmm. diet version or something. It was just, like, lighter. It's, like, yeah, it's very goofy. But this is, like, just full bonkers. You know, yeah. like, they have different objectives, I guess, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really, like knocking guardians that's like the most recent thing i can really think of this just like yeah. this block. but guardians i feel like definitely had some kind of like heart to it yeah i don't, I don't know if this movie uh <laughs> I don't yeah know. they save alfred <laughs> this movie has shit. like has like a palpitating heart where it's like it's beating or not being pal- it's just beating so fast and aggressively it's a heart attack is what it is it's a heart attack yeah, I guess what they're trying to convey is like family is the most important thing. You have to trust your family. I guess that's yeah. like the core thing of it. That, I mean, definitely one thing I can just objectively say is that yeah, I just I don't like Robin in, in either of these movies. He's so oh, whiny. I despise him. <laughs> oh, please tell me you guys discussed in length uh, when he does the like karate laundry. In, uh, <laughs> yes, oh, of course film. we did. Okay, I'll have to go check that out. <laughs> we should have talked about it for twenty more minutes, but that yeah. I think that's my favorite scene from that movie. That's a great it's, that's a great moment. It just makes me mad in itself that I'm like, this is a grown man. He is in college. He does not need to be living with Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne doesn't even adopt him as his ward. Gordon basically forces him to live with Bruce. Oh yeah. The only reason he's still there is he knows he's Batman. <laughs> I really like the motorcycle sequence in this movie. It feels like to- so out of place that I love it. <laughs> like, Oh, the, the death motorcycle death race? Yeah, I know these things are the things that probably bug people that are really into Batman, but like... I didn't just, mind Just it. seeing this in a movie, I'm like, this is really good. Like, I can't think of someone who like mixes camp so well with like actual, just like legitimately like 
good action sequence. Like all the colors are just super wild, but then they're just like racing their motorcycles all over the place. It kind of reminded me of a, like a Greg Capolo from like the artist from the comic. I was like, this is like a motorcycle action sequence. He would totally draw the shit out of. Like I see that happening. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like a big fan of motorcycle races and chases and fights though, because <laughs> I think my favorite Mission Impossible is Rogue Nation because there's like a really cool motorcycle mm-hmm. chase in that. Yeah, that one is cool. And uh, I guess even Mission Impossible 2 I like, uh, even though everyone says it's the worst one, but just because they have the motorcycle fight where they jump out of the motorcycles into into each other in midair. <laughs> when are we going to do Mission Impossible? I thought that sounds fun. Yeah, some we will cover it at some point for sure. We'll, we'll Whenever Mission Impossible 8 and 9 and 10 come out at the same time or whatever. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then John Wick 3 has a good motorcycle scene, sequence, oh, too. Oh, yeah, it does. I don't know. John Wick, I'm just fixated on that whole like gunplay, gun karate thing where like the guys yeah. like the heavy duty armor comes and he has like like a bang, bang, bang. It's so cool. Gun kata like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just I was literally just like having a heart attack in the movie, being like, This is so cool. <laughs> I also like in the glittery motorcycle race that like all the there's all the different gangs. It's like mm-hmm. Warriors meets uh Clockwork Orange meets... <laughs> yeah, there's a Clockwork Orange oh, gang. Oh, yeah. just there. <laughs> there's, like, Droogs, Fancy Boys, and then, like, just some ladies with red hair. And then Coolio's there, because he's supposed to be Scarecrow Wait, in the Coolio's next movie. there? Oh, oh yeah. really? They were setting that up? Yeah. What the huh. heck? They don't say Scarecrow or anything, oh. but apparently if they made another one, he was going to be Scarecrow. Oh. Interesting. And just, like, to top it all off, like, Spike is the guy who's, like, challenging. I, I don't know why I'm spacing on Alicia Silverstone's character. Just Batgirl. Barbara. Barbara. Oh, Barbara. Right. And uh, there's just a kid who's, like, also dressed like a clown person screaming, <laughs> cheering on Spike. <laughs> I thought, I was, I was like, that's either a little person or a child. And it's I like don't know It's, like, straight up which. a kid, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, everything in this movie is for me. It is. It's 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 all very you, Tyler. It's very like like I am here, and it bends the knee solely to you. Do you even like Clooney? I feel like in this movie, he is not even like. I feel like everybody else shine like. I say shines, but like to me, yeah. he's like he might as well not even be in the movie. Like I feel like yeah. he doesn't uh, do much. Yeah, he's okay. Um, I was thinking, as my voice cracks. Um. I was thinking before watching this again, I'm like, oh, he's kind of like the best Bruce Wayne, but I don't even think that's true because I, no. I think I think I absolutely like, I don't know, I need to rewatch the newer ones again, but I think I like Michael Keaton the best as both Batman and Bruce Wayne because he's just a really weird dude. Mm, yep. Yeah. Like Michael Keaton's your Batman. He's very <laughs> like quirky. Yeah, like this would be Bruce Wayne. Like he's just a very strange person and George Clooney's like a little too, like there's a line when they open up the astronomy tower thing or whatever, like that research project. And then George Clooney's just like, just don't point it at my bedroom. And everyone's like, ho, ho, ho. But I'm just like, if Michael Keaton said that, you would think about that for a little bit. Being like, what's going on in his bathroom? He's probably a real weird dude. <laughs> like, what's just, in uh, his bedroom? He'd be like, just, uh, just don't point it at my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, like he'd get, he'd like laugh, but then like, but then like get serious or something at the yeah, same it, time. Yeah, and then like it closed on the on like the press and the audience like kind of looking at each other for a second. Like they wouldn't all laugh immediately. They'd be like, what? <laughs> I think I could go on and on about certain things in this movie, so I think we'll just rotate it to. I'm guessing each of you have like three favorite lines that you can think of. Okay, yeah. Nick, you, you go, go first. Oh, okay, I really like tonight's forecast of freeze because that's just classic. <laughs> I think you told me at some point, Nick, that you would sometimes when you brush your teeth, you'll just say tonight's forecast a squeeze, and then shoot oh, yeah. your toothpaste out oh, yeah, yeah. onto your toothbrush. <laughs> 
I don't know why. Yeah. Just to yourself to finish the night, right? Yeah. Uh, I like don't. I like cancel the pizzas because that's a stupid line. <laughs> and uh, oh, I love when Bane is like putting bombs on the ground. And he's Bomb. Like, yeah. Bomb. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, so That's good. My, my three. I'll go next, Alex. I feel like you have something to take us home better than what mine would be. I like the part a lot where the Robin signal shines in the sky, and Robin goes, says something along the lines of like, "You're just jealous that she loves me and not you." He's <laughs> <laughs> being such a baby doing that. Like, I, that's the part <laughs> where I wrote down baby. in my notes. I hate Robin. <laughs> um, I guess I'll pick one per character or something. Don't worry, I won't do all of them. But, oh, I, I had one more. My, my, oh, my yeah, last sorry. one was was my last one was monkey work because I I died. And that, that's <laughs> the, probably the one line I actually wrote down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I stole that from you. <laughs> it's fine. I was so surprised. I'm like, Tyler's gonna do an ice pun, and I'm gonna get him with this. But you did monkey work. I was like, fuck. All right. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of Robin, it's just in the beginning when it's like you could have died. Like George Clooney's talking to him, and mm-hmm. Robin's like, I'm a lot like. I didn't die. See me here alive. Like just the way he says it is so weird. That's my favorite Robin line. Um, I don't think there is like a good moment for Robin in this. I do like it when no. Batman throws him when he's like frozen. He just throws him into the water like one big thing. Yeah, just oh, yeah. Up. And he just thinks, himself, if I just he- keep heating this up, he'll boil to death and it'll all be over. I do like the line where Freeze goes, "Kill the heroes." <laughs> My favorite line from Mr. Freeze is probably, I hope Mr. Bane can swim. <laughs> He's Mr. Bane when he has his hat and coat on. I just He's like it. Mr. That he... Bane. Yeah, that's when he's Mr. Bane is when he has the hat on. Because she's like, oh, aren't you cute, little cute little Mr. Bane? Give you a hat, give you a coat. Cute. <laughs> Mr. I just, Bane. I really like that he just keeps referring him to Mr. Bane. <laughs> Mr. Bane. <laughs> I was just going to jump in this last thing, Connery, is um, when they are in Arkham Asylum and, like, Poison Ivy gets in there and, like, the two security guards. I think it was the first Batman movie that we covered yeah. that's talking about, like, how I wish we were too. Like, I would love to be, like, a henchman with you in a movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's us. We're that's the us. two security guards that get killed by Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah, we get to be kissed by Uma Thurman. That's fun. Because they're just like, they're just like totally hamming it up being like, one guy's like a goatee or something. And he's just like, that'll be yeah, me. yeah, you gotta get out of here. And then like the other guy's like, has an eye patch. It's just so, so much. <laughs> like they are the guards that work at Arkham Assignment. It's why every single person there will never be rehabilitated because they delight in torturing the inmates. Hey, real quick. Do you mind if I guys, do you mind if I go pee real quick? Go, go ahead. ahead dude. Just right, like the keep- dog in Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna keep it rolling. You can watch okay. the film. When, when's the, when's the dog pee in Batman and Robin, Tyler? Um, near the end when uh Mr. Freeze is freezing like the whole city with the uh, oh. astronomy tower thing, the observatory. Oh. Right, and, uh, and the bulldog freezes. <laughs> yeah, he's peeing on the fire hydrant and then he freezes. That bulldog has also been brainwashed by Edward Nigma too. Oh, is it the same one? It's the same bulldog. It looks like it at least. Wow, I for- that's cool. I actually like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that bulldog's been through some shit. <laughs> What else do you like? Because I feel like I've just been uh, effusive about this movie. What I need your like actual opinion on this movie, Connery. My, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, if when we do our rankings, it is at the bottom of my of my rankings list. Wow. Unfortunately, 
it it wasn't really able to topple any of the others in my opinion but it's still fun like it's fun and it's cute and it's silly but it, i don't think it's a movie i will constantly go back to and it might just be be because i i all the ice puns i just know them like the back of my hand by now for either hearing them from like you or <laughs> just the the internet in general and i'm just like like yeah it's fun like you know uma thurman's arch and funny and Arnold Schwarzenegger's crazy and George Clooney is probably my least favorite Batman to be totally honest I don't really enjoy him at all yeah he's kind of nothing I guess mm-hmm. like even less than Val Kilmer because Val Kilmer is at least playing a shtick of like emotionally stunted Bruce Wayne like this this guy's just nothing yeah I guess Val Kilmer at least has like some sort of development mm-hmm. and uh but other than that like I don't know it, it's definitely not my favorite I love the world I, I constantly said I think Joel Schumacher or whoever his set designer was maybe probably hand in hand they constructed a Gotham City that I'm like I would like all the other Gothams to be this and maybe just a little bit more and that's why I think even like the Arkham video games too I think they just made angrier rundown versions of Joel Schumacher sets yeah because like looking at Gotham in both these movies too like well the Diglo stuff I like a lot but mm. it's like oh Gotham's actually pretty nice and then there's just like huge swaths that are just like blasted land like it's just mm-hmm. like blighted land I'm like yeah this is the instances where Bruce Wayne could actually probably do something about like <laughs> as, yeah. a, as a philanthropist you know like yeah, help, help out the help. community mm-hmm. what do you think Nick where does this movie rank for you for I don't know I guess all the Batman movies that you can think of <laughs> It honestly, gosh, for pure entertainment value, it's at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like film, it's probably at the bottom. Like, <laughs> but it's always one that I find myself going back to. Like this one and Forever, I've probably watched mm. the most. Wow! Of all the Batman movies, just because like I can you know throw it on at the end of the day if I haven't seen it in a while and just like laugh, be like, yeah. Uh, I get a lot. I don't know. I get a lot out of it. I don't remember anything about Dark Knight Rises. Oh, me too. Um, so yeah, I like Dark Knight, but uh, I find myself watching this one and Batman Forever probably the most. So I'd say yeah. I'd say this. These two might be my, those two might be actually my favorite in a weird. I mean, we've, we've had this conversation <laughs> before, and I think it's actually very related to the podcast. But uh, I think you're a fan of Van Helsing, right? Oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. we've too, had dude. this debate before where i'm just like van helsing's bad but then i think connery's in the same boat too but like there's just something yeah. it's just one of those movies you can throw on in the background yeah. for sure and it's like, definitely like a place for that you know because like you know you gotta like a like i try to think of like the people that the films that win best picture not all of those you can always just like throw on like they, i don't yeah. always like find myself mm-hmm. you know I've never seen The English Patient. I know it won Best Picture, <laughs> but I can tell you now, it's probably not going to be a film that I yeah. just like. That's just watchable. Like sometimes yeah, you just gonna... need movies that are just watchable. Yeah, Legends of the Fall isn't just going to be like in the background while you're yeah. doing your taxes. That might yeah. be one for me. But... Really? <laughs> I, I feel like what as as I was saying that I was like, you know, what? I feel like I would do that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I think like The Constant Gardener. It's like when am I gonna ever want to watch that? Like, there's a movie called the constant gardener yeah and it's not about gardening what about what about like the artist the movie that everybody saw once and then forgot about exactly yeah Yeah, that's a good example hey a random question that's not related to what we're talking about how can you tell if a box of wine has gone bad 
This isn't a, a joke. I'm, I'm genuinely trying just, to. Just okay. curious. I forgot I had this in the fridge. <laughs> I, fa- I found. Oh, it's up. not a joke. No, I found. This is serious. I, I found How can you tell? Uh, you could try tasting there's, it. There's no or expiration, read the expiration date. date. There then it probably one. doesn't That's go bad. It's wine. Is it's it red Vindage, wine or white wine? It's a Vendage Pinot Grigio. Mm. Uh, like Why don't you give it a pour? Just give it, give it a taste, and if you, you spit it, it out, then you probably won't die. All right, doing taste test here. I don't know if it's Nick is sniffing the wine, the box tell wine. If it smells good or bad. That's the thing. We'll That's the thing with wine. We're just gonna give a little sip, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, come on. This hey, is our uh, this is our wino. Tastes good. Not gonna lie. All I'm right, gonna, there I'm, you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue drinking this, and we will continue our discussion. <laughs> good. <laughs> That was our one-time segment, wine or wine not. <laughs> we'll pick it up at some point in the future, at a later date. That's good. Good. When we're streaming every episode of Frasier, we'll do wine or wine not. Ooh, but it has to be sherry or... Sherry, or... sherry for your thoughts. <laughs> sherry or nary. nary uh, we'll work on it. We'll workshop that. Oh, man. I love Frasier. I do too, dude. I had a dream once where uh, I was at the bottom of the Space Needle, and I'm shout, I'm staring up at it, and I'm going, "Fraser, Fraser!" And my stepbrother was in the dream too, and he's like, "Nick, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Fraser, that's Fraser's house. Fraser's." I was like, "I was like, you don't get it. Fraser's, Fraser's up there." What you didn't realize is that Fraser has left the building. Yeah. He's still that, that there. was the whole that was the whole dream. That's very good. I wish I dreamt that every night. <laughs> um, does anybody else have any notes on this movie? <sighs> um, let me let me see. I like that uh Michael Goff is in all four, and I like that yeah. they actually pay off and like give him a little story in this, mm-hmm. you know? That, that is pretty with cool. him dying. It it's like fine, it's not amazing or anything, but I like that, and I like that He's... Barbara's related to him. I say on the subject of that, he has very poor password protection. It's the three-word password yes, thing was... for one of the heroes of the world. <laughs> I was definitely going to bring that up, where it's just like she's trying to do all the passwords to put in. She's like, "What's something really, really important and secret?" And she just right after that, she types in the word England. <laughs> <laughs> I must have looked down when she did that because I didn't notice England. And like the computer like shines on her face, like it's a projector. Mm. Oh yeah, you ever notice that? Thing, like what peg? A three yeah. letter yeah, password peg. with no numbers mm. or like no. symbols. Wait, so Michael that... Go? How do you pronounce the last name? Go? I think Goff? it's Michael Goff. I'm still not totally sure. I feel like he was like the Anthony Daniels of Star Wars or Batman. Like oh, he's yeah. in all of them. He doesn't really do much, and everyone just like kind of ignores him. And then, like, in, in Rise of Skywalker, they kind of had him do something, but it was, like, whatever. Yeah, that's true. He has a red arm in this one. Yeah. yeah. See, it makes me so mad in Rise of Skywalker, where he's like, I'm taking one last look at my friends. I'm like, these people aren't your friends. They berate you and make fun of you and hate your guts. There yeah, is dude, no instance it. of friendship in this relationship. It was so stupid. God, mm-hmm. I was so disappointed with that film, but that's a... It was upsetting. That's a, no, that's a story for another day, right? And another episode. <laughs> Another we'll, yeah. when we'll go through how Tyler broke his whole credo of not talking to movies as he whispered over to me during the Emperor Palpatine <laughs> scene, they're gonna turn the hose on him now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he bathes. They just shoot him with a big hose. 
Good. <laughs> Good. Should we do our rankings now, or do, or do we have anything else to say about this? Like our, our mm. final, I guess. I think that's it. I don't want to send it end it on too much of a sour note, but like I don't know Pat Hingle's career too well. He plays Commissioner Gordon in all these movies, but mm-hmm. he's very much nothing in all these movies. Like <laughs> yeah. he kind of just bumbles about in each movie, and I don't know. He's not a cool Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. He's not Gary Oldman, that's for sure. Connor, you need to rank these movies, and you have to choose. I need to determine whether you're going to be Adam or evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, Adam. Or... <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I'm not going to so do that. My... I'm just trying to shoehorn more Arnold Lyons into this. <laughs> I, I thought that was a no. That is his. I thought I thought Poison Ivy said that, but he says that. That's right, Adam and evil. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> uh, my number one is Batman: Mask of the Phantasm because that's kind of my jam just in general. My number two is Batman Returns. My number three is Batman Forever. My number four is Batman 1989, and my number five is Batman and Robin. Wow. All right. Yeah. Here I go. Uh, this is probably blasphemous, but I think my number one is Batman and Robin. That's fine. <laughs> Just because, like you're saying, Nick, like, it's like, yeah, it's definitely like, I don't know. I think it, yeah, it's hard. Like, is it, I think Batman Forever is a better movie. Yeah. But it's just, so it's just like definitely the most entertaining to me. It's like a comfort yeah. thing. So it's just like. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just had a lot of nostalgia for this movie, too, because... You don't have to defend your opinion. No, I'm just explaining to the audience, because I think uh. I do need to defend my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will probably tweet or something. But Batman Robin, it's just, like, really rewatchable for me and just a lot of fun. It's just brainless in a lot of ways. Um, and then probably Batman Returns, just because I think it's, like, probably the best made. If Tim Burton made another movie after that, it would feel like... I don't know, it just feels like the culmination of everything he wanted to do with it. Yeah. I guess, you know, and that's probably one I want to watch less just because, I mean, for one, Penguin is just really gross. <laughs> He's a nasty He's boy. super gross, but Danny DeVito is so good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, okay. So I guess Batman Returns, even though Max Shrek is kind of underwhelming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love Catwoman, too. So she's, yeah. she's great. Um, and then Batman 1989, Mask of the Phantasm, and then Batman Forever. Wow, Mass of the Phantasm's down there for you. Uh, well, it's just like, it's very good. I just really like Michael Keaton as Batman. I think mm-hmm. he's my favorite Batman. Word. Because he's just a, he's a nutter. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, he's just like such a strange person. And you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts! <laughs> oh, yeah, that seems Come so on. good. <laughs> Let's get nuts. He keeps asking women how much they weigh. It's very strange. <laughs> it's rude. Very rude. God, Batman God. is just very rude to women. That's like my one lesson throughout this entire like series we've done is Batman is rude to women. Yeah, I guess in my logic, my head, the only thing reason I didn't think about George Clooney a whole lot in this movie is just like, oh well, he's slowly growing as a character, therefore he's more affable to human beings. <laughs> but <laughs> that was my own like head canon. Like mm. he's just kind of boring. Hey, should I order some Panda Express right now? I'm pretty hungry. Yeah, no, you should. Do you, do you guys dare me to? I, I dare you. you. Oh, I you talked you. me into it. I'm going to do it. I dare, I dare you to order you to get it. a and... large orange chicken. Yeah, here's what I do. I get the bigger plate, mm-hmm. and I get double orange chicken, <laughs> maybe like some honey walnut shrimp, and then just oh. all chow mein, and I nice. just eat it, man. <laughs> I just eat it. And then I get my wine, and then I like undo my wine, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm about to pour it in, and then I'm like, oh, psych, no, I'm just going to drink it. <laughs> I'm gonna do the bigger plate and pull. Here we go. 
You're a wild oh, man. man. <laughs> Nick, what 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 are your rankings between those five? Of the five, um, I know I've seen Mask of the Phantasm. That's with Mr. Freeze, right? Or no? Uh, that's no, th- that's that's a cold heart, I think. Okay. Oh, Phantasm's different. Alfred is just dying in the background behind Nick right now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was under that pillow? Is that I don't know. I thought it was a gun for a second. <laughs> it's not <laughs> too. Killed me. Come on, do it. Yeah, I'm in so much pain. Barbara, just shoot me. I know I've seen Phantasm. I don't remember anything about it, mm. so I have to leave that one out. That's fine. But I'm sure I'm sure I would I'll love it. When it comes to Batman, I I rank them in terms of just enjoyability. So mm-hmm. I go with Forever, uh then Batman and Robin. Nice. Uh I really like Batman Begins. I haven't seen it. I've probably seen it the least, but I know I liked it and I want to go back and rewatch it. It's so really put, good. That's probably the Batman movie I've seen the most is Batman Begins. Okay. Yeah. So I'll put that at number 3. Uh I really like I like The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I, I didn't, I hadn't seen heat until maybe last year. And then until I saw yeah. heat, I realized how much the dark Knight borrowed Is from heat. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I like that kind of heat vibe to it. Yeah. And then, uh, I'd probably say Batman returns at number five. I like that. I like Batman mm. returns a lot. Nice. That's a good pick. Those are good ones. I think we've covered this podcast as or this episode in this <laughs> podcast as much as anybody wants to listen to. <laughs> but I could keep talking about that. Oh Robin damn! A couple do hours I do? If you want? Do I do three orange chickens? I might just do three orange chickens. Oh my god! Yeah, this is a bowl full of orange, dude. Three whole chickens that are orange. <laughs> like that's a lot. You know what? Let's toss in some firecracker shrimp while we're at it. Oh damn. You want to balance some broccoli beef in there? Oh, that's good stuff too. Some veggies. All right, what's up with this? I click on the firecracker shrimp. I say I want the small. And then it doesn't let me select anything. And it's like, you've got to select something. Whatever. I might not get the firecracker shrimp. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) Let's, 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 uh, (laughs) let's come back to the Panda Express order at the end. But before we go, Nick, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, it's been kind of dormant for a while because of COVID, but I do have a band, Fierce Brosnan. Yeah. Uh, you can find us uh, on Instagram at Fierce Brosnan AF. Uh, we are on Spotify, but, uh, and I wish I could, I'm still trying to figure out how to change this. You got to type it in as one word because there was another band like 12 years ago that has the same name that I found. Um, and they're still on Spotify. And the only way I could like differentiate it was by making ours one word, which is stupid. So you can find us on Spotify there. And uh, yeah, trying to just make some more tunes in quarantine and quarantunes. Yeah, quarantunes. Trying to make some new stuff. Do you know Tyler is like one of the best, probably like the best drummer I know. Wow, I do know. I I know he's really, really good. I haven't picked up my drumsticks in years. (laughs) I was re-listening to like some of our because we had a high school band called the Borrowers, and like uh, I found our recordings, and uh, yeah, dude, you're so fast. Like you keep it down, and like but you keep it like tight such a good Thanks. drummer makes me i still have my drum set but i have no room for it so <laughs> he's got speed i've got i want to like honestly like rent a space or something at this point it'd be really cool because I, I do really want to jam with you again too i remember at uh one of marion's parties i think that might be the party where i got sick all over the place but <laughs> you were like on, on like i'm like she had like an electric drum set and you were just like going crazy on it for a little bit <laughs> oh hang on i gotta let my dog out 
Go for it. Oh, all right, Baja man. <laughs> I thought the Panda Express was already here. That's <laughs> so fast. <laughs> so fast. Uh, oh, she's she's hacking the computer right now on the TV. Oh my god. Connie, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role playing games, you will probably enjoy Starship Impala. We haven't recorded a new episode in a long time, but I'll probably resurrect it in some way, shape, or form, and I'll most likely announce it on this show along with Twitter and blah, blah, blah. But there's 100 hours of content waiting for you to go through. Tyler, what do you have to plug, my friend? Follow me on Instagram at twained, T-W-A-Y-N-E-D. I have some shoots coming out, photo shoots that I did like a while ago, and those are slowly being posted from respective sources, (laughs) so I'll be sharing those. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing any shoot. I guess still got to figure out if I'm doing more photo shoots soon because COVID is getting bad. Everybody be safe and get it's tested. It's getting worse again. Follow me on Instagram. Follow us uh, as well on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at FranchisePod. Uh, email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com if you want to berate me about how I like this movie or if you want to commend me for my excellent work in liking this movie a lot. <laughs> uh, or if you have any questions about the show or any recommendations for movies, let us know and we'll probably cover them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, did you finish your order, Nick? Or uh, yeah, order? they're preparing my order. What did I you was, end up getting? Well, I was confused because <clears throat> they have the bigger. I've done this before, <laughs> but I don't know why this was so confusing. They have the bigger plate, right? Right. Right. Rice or chow mein and three sides. So, like, I clicked chow mein, but it was like you got to make a choice, and I was like, I did the plus one for the chow mein, but when I hit the plus two, that's when it gave me the green light. So I might have a lot of chow mein on my hands tonight. Guys. Interesting. <laughs> Just in your loose hands. A lot of chow mein and a lot of orange chicken are coming in about 20 minutes. Oh, damn. That's the good stuff. Tyler, oh, before we forget, we got to announce the next franchise coming up. Oh, we do. Oh, you know what? I also need to thank our... our uh... <laughs> Thank you for making our music, Nick Viverka, for our music, <laughs> and Grayson Hansen for our artwork. I am now pulling out the magical Goblet of Fire <gasps> to, uh, no, that's not the next franchise, don't worry, people. Uh, uh. It's gonna be definitely not the trash can underneath the desk. No, no, this is real. It is. Hope floats. Yeah, it's Hope Floats. It's A Christmas <laughs> Prince, the Netflix trilogy. The Christmas Prince! Oh, I love those movies, dude. I've seen them all. Good! <laughs> I know so many people have seen them all. You know, you've all been demanding it. Christmas Prince. <laughs> I love the New Yorker head. dad. He's great. He's the, my favorite character. Wait, have you seen them? Yeah, I have. He's like, oh, oh okay. I've never seen them. This is nothing like New York in New York, blah, blah, blah. That's how he talks. Yeah, it's great. Well, I can't wait because it's a whole new venture for me. You're gonna love Diner Dad, Jake. <laughs> Tyler, you're gonna love yeah. it. I love, it. Like love it. Diner Dad? Does he sound like Dexter Jetster by chance? A little bit. <laughs> We're gonna have so much fun. Thank you again, Nick, for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. I'll just say a quote and then uh, tell us more about Panda Express. <laughs> we'll slowly fade away. <laughs> to paraphrase a great Batman, he once said, "Vengeance isn't power." Anyone can listen to a podcast, but to give podcast, that's true power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let's listen to that delicious Panda Express order. All right. What the hell's my dasher's name? <laughs> it's like uh, Blade Runner. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's a Blade Runner. He's a dasher. Douglas <laughs> A, your dasher is at Panda waiting to pick up your order. Douglas A, your dasher. Alright, what did I what did I end up ordering? I don't even remember what the fuck I ordered. Two chow mains, 
two chow mains, I just wanted one chow mein. But see, it wouldn't... <laughs> and three... Three, there, three orange chickens. Okay. Why did 1180 come out to 2244? You know, I don't know. <laughs> did I order two of these? No, but it says one bigger one. This breakdown doesn't make... Oh, I did tip it. You know what? I did double tip it.